real briefly. So I want you to turn to somebody next to you just for a, a minute or so, and uh, uh, two, two quick questions to, to quickly discuss. How would you define joy, and what's the difference between happiness and joy? How would you define joy, and, and how is that different than happiness? All right, just take like a minute. Just quickly, quickly turn to the people next to you. Uh, just a couple quick thoughts. Okay, finish it up in in 20 or 30 seconds here. Okay, I'm uh, I'm smart enough to know that you guys are smarter than me, so uh, I'm not actually going to ask for your for your opinions because you'll just spoil the sermon probably. Uh, but. Uh, one more set of questions for you with your partners, okay? Uh, now this time, what makes you happy and what brings you joy? Okay? And though, I'm assuming, I guess, that those will be two different sets of things. What makes you happy and what brings you joy? All right, all right, go. You got another minute or so. All right, 10 or 15 more seconds. Okay, uh, let's, let's come back together. Uh, I, all, all these themes that we've been exploring in, in Advent, we, we started with hope, and then last week was, was peace, and this week is joy. I, I find them all to be a little bit tough, to, uh, tricky to talk about. Uh, what exactly does, do these th- kind of things mean? We use these words often, but, but we don't define them very often, and sometimes they get convoluted with other words or other thoughts. Uh, I find joy to be kind of tough to, to talk about, it, uh, kind of almost hard to understand. Uh, it seems pretty similar to happiness sometimes, or we talk about it uh, in that way, and yet it's so much more than that. Joy is Joy is different than, than happiness, uh, but it's kind of hard to explain why or hard, hard to, to, to describe why. One thing that I would say, this, this is kind of the one thing that I would say this morning. I would say this, happiness is conditional and circumstantial. Come on, kiddos, come on in, take a seat. All right, one, the one thing I would say kind of about this difference between happiness and joy, happiness is conditional and circumstantial, uh, where joy can be present 
regardless of our conditions and our circumstances. And and I'm assuming that you all said something kind of similar to that as you were talking, right? Happiness is conditional and circumstantial, while joy can be present regardless of our conditions. My happiness is based almost solely on my conditions and my circumstances, on what's actually happening with my life. Is my life going well? Is my marriage good? Am I finding uh, happiness in my job? Are things going well with my boss? Uh, am I healthy? Am I able to do fun things? Have I just gone on vacation? Right? There's all these kind of things that are conditional and circumstantial that determine whether we are happy people. I, I, the, the list could go on and on, uh, but happiness is based more on the quality of my exterior life. Uh, and if I'm not doing those kind of happy things, then I probably won't be happy. But joy is different than that. Right? Joy, joy is different. It's not found through exterior things, but interior. There's something deeper about true joy than just being happy, than just having fun and having a smile on our face. There's something different uh, there where we can find uh, joy even when life is hard and unhappy, even when we're struggling, even when there's pain, uh, even when there's suffering, even when there's grief, uh, for some reason we can still find joy in those moments because I think joy is different than happiness. Even when things don't go our way, we can still find joy. I was thinking about this a few times this week. Uh, and, and a couple of situations kind of rose to my mind. Uh, one is a little bit silly. For those of you who know me, uh, or, or those who don't, I, uh, I love playing basketball. I've played basketball my whole life since I was a really little kid. Uh, and I actually still play it a couple times a week. It's kind of my, my main way to stay in shape and, and get some exercise. I love playing basketball. But for those of you who have played any sort of sports, uh, even if you're okay at that sport, which I, I'm I'm pretty good basketball player, but... There are days where I'm just terrible, right? And that, that's just the way athletics go. There are days where I'm a turnover machine and I can't make a shot and things are just going badly. The other thing that you need to know about me is I'm very competitive and I'm pretty emotional, which means in those moments where it's not going well for me on the court, uh, I, I tend to let my emotions out. And, and usually it's, it's frustrations with myself but I'm just so mad when, when those, those times, uh, when, when I'm not playing well, I'm, I'm, just, I'm not happy. But even on those days, it, I still find joy in playing basketball, which is kind of a weird thing. I'm having the worst time. I'm, I'm so upset with myself. Uh, I, I can't make a basket, and yet I'm finding joy because this is a thing that I love to do. Uh, or maybe a more serious example that I was thinking about uh, is that of being a parent, right? There are days where being a parent is no fun at all, right? The kids are, are screaming, uh, fighting with each other. Uh, they're complaining about everything. They're not, they're not gracious or, or grateful for the things that you're giving. Uh, it's just hard. Hard situations arise in parenting, and yet... Uh, and it's not always a happy thing to be doing. I'm not always happy as a parent. And yet, I'm always joyful. Even on those days, I find so much joy in being a dad. Uh, 
which is kind of strange. Joy can be found even if happiness evades us. It's way deeper and way better than happiness. And the interesting thing is that I've found that joy comes as I journey through these other Advent themes that we've been talking about the last two weeks, uh, hope and peace. If I can hold hope despite the hopelessness that surrounds me, despite everything crumbling around and nothing being happy, if I can still be hopeful in that moment, and if I can live in peace despite my violent, angry, chaotic, stressful, busy circumstances, I'll almost certainly be joyful. If I can kind of walk that journey from hope to peace, I will probably find myself experiencing joy. The best way I can think about joy is as a hopeful, peaceful contentedness in God. To be joyful is to find a hopeful, peaceful contentedness in God. Now, now when I think about the Christmas story, the, the characters in the Christmas story that I think of immediately when I think about joy are the shepherds. And they're the main characters that the kids sung about this morning, which is, which is kind of fun. The whole storyline around the shepherds involves rejoicing. It involves joy. Uh, and so real quickly, in, in the book of Luke, Luke chapter 2, starting with verse 8. I think it's going to be on the screen. Uh, starting with verse 8. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, And the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. And then skipping down to verse 16. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what they had been told what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. Verse 20, the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy. I bring you good news uh, of great joy. This is news of joy, which is actually kind of a weird things, thing to say and almost seems a little bit untrue because if you think about the shepherds, their conditions and circumstances don't instantly change when they meet Jesus. Everything doesn't change for them uh, when it comes to their present day circumstances. They're still poor. They're still probably struggling to make, to, to make ends meet. They're still on the outskirts of society. They're still kind of rejects. They're still taken advantage of uh, by, by the, the temple uh, system. They're, 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 nothing really changes. Their conditions don't change, but their attitude does. Their attitude changes. They are so eager to share this good news of great joy that they have just heard and that they have gone and witnessed. Their newfound hope and peace through encountering this King Jesus, this baby, has resulted in an incredible, boundless, uh, uncontainable joy. Nothing has changed in their circumstances and their conditions, and yet everything has changed uh, with their attitude. And in that, they experience incredible joy. Whether they go on to live happy lives is inconsequential. And for most of us that follow Jesus, it hasn't led to a whole bunch of happiness. 
in a lot of cases. It, our lives, we're not suddenly rich, we're not suddenly famous, we're not, like, life isn't suddenly easy, our kids don't suddenly just obey us at command. Like, it's, we're not full of happiness suddenly, and yet we do experience some sort of deep, deep joy. Because uh, that's the way joy works. Ultimately, the shepherds have been invited into a story that transcends any of their worldly difficulty. It's, it's the story of grace. It's the story of God saving the world. And that's ultimately where joy comes from. It's not from our, our conditions. It's not from our circumstances. It's not from everything going well in, in our life. It's not from... Uh, nobody ever dying, nobody ever getting sick, uh, none of us ever struggling financially. That is not where joy comes from. Joy comes from us being invited into a story that is way deeper and way more profound and way more gracious than we ever could have imagined. That is where joy comes from, from moving beyond our conditions and our circumstances to realize that there is a larger, better, holier story enfolding all around us, and we are actually a part of it. We're actually a part of this story of goodness, of grace, of of beauty. And it doesn't matter that I'm playing terrible and can't make a shot because I get to do this thing that I love. It doesn't matter that my kids are driving me crazy in the moment because I get the honor and the joy of being a part of this greater story called parenthood. Uh, We find joy when we realize that we can actually transcend uh, the normal, sometimes awful, unhappy circumstances and conditions and find joy in a deeper story that's way better and way more profound than the nitpicky kind of uh, daily grind of this world that can sometimes be really unhappy. Joy is not about happiness. Life will bring sadness and hardship. It is unavoidable. But that doesn't necessarily eliminate joy because joy comes from a deeper place that isn't dependent on present circumstances and favorable conditions. Uh, I love what uh, Henry Nouwen says uh, about joy. He he says this in in a book he wrote about the prodigal son. Uh, He says this, When Jesus speaks about the world, he is very realistic. He speaks about wars and revolutions, earthquakes, plagues and famines, persecution and imprisonment, betrayal, hatred and assassinations. There is no suggestion at all that these signs of the world's darkness will ever be absent. But still, God's joy can be ours in the midst of it all. It's the joy of belonging to the household of God whose love is stronger than death and who empowers us to be in the world while already belonging to the kingdom of joy. How good is that? Uh, So, uh, there's a bigger story than just our momentary well-being. There's a bigger story than just how we're doing in this present moment whether it's happy or unhappy. Uh, And when we see God's unfolding story, find hope in God's story, and are at peace in God's story, we will be transcended beyond the happiness or sadness of the moment and into a true joy. That's where true joy is found. So, in this Advent and Christmas season, may you find hope amidst a barrage of hopelessness. Peace amidst a sea of violence and busyness, 
And may that hope and peace lead you into a spirit of true joy, a hopeful, peaceful contentedness in God. May you be able to look past your present circumstances and tough conditions to see the beautiful, good, generous, gracious story of God unfolding all around you. And may the good news of great joy that we celebrate this season actually bring you joy. Let's pray. God, we thank you so much that you are bigger than this moment, that you are bigger than the pain, the agony, the suffering, the sickness, the disease, the grief, the loss, the financial struggle, uh, the relationship struggle. You are bigger than the unhappiness that can so often plague our everyday lives. And that there is a bigger story, a greater story, a a more beautiful, profound, gracious story that you've been telling from the very beginning of time and that has culminated here in the story of Jesus' life, death, and resurrection. And I pray that we would find joy in being a part of that story. That we would find hope and peace in this Advent and Christmas season, and that that would take us into a place of joy that transcends the unhappiness that can sometimes come. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Uh, All right.